I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, a Sunday morning draw along. Grab your things, get ready. You can do it five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you have. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode 410, Patches. And I am here again on a Sunday morning gray outside. It's very gray outside. It's very foggy. It's very chilly right now. It's very dim, despite the fact that we are well into the morning. So I even have a light on and yet a Sunday, similar to Saturday in that it holds a great deal of possibility. Its rhythms and its flow are different in pandemic times. A Sunday is different right now for many of us, but I have always really enjoyed Sunday morning. So I don't want to lose my opportunity to record a draw along. I've been sitting here trying to decide what I might draw. I was looking at what I did last night because I get extra drawing time in on Saturday. I had already done my index card yesterday during the recording of a draw along. And then during my weekly drawing with friends session, I had inked it. And so I was a little ahead, which of course enabled my self portrait last night. And I was looking at that just now and thinking about the week. I am doing a mini weekly challenge with some CMP people centered around illustrated journaling, which of course is what I consider what I'm doing right now. What I do is a little all over the place and I'm okay with that. It is definitely illustrated journaling. It is part graphic novel. It is part sketch note. It is definitely part portrait drawing and integrating the portraits has probably been the evolution this year, finding a way that I'm comfortable with the journal part of it, as well as with the integration of these random drawings, people I don't know, along with the quotidian, the day-to-day little bits and pieces and whatever it might be. I'm kind of all in with this. I still am letting things simmer and swirl in my head in terms of structuring this year. Definitely Every year I come back to this in slightly new ways. It definitely has evolved. Even for me, my voice is the same, but there has been evolution in how I do it and in my comfort level with parts of it, in how comforting I find the whole process and how I am willing to put more and more of my creative time into it, even though it is largely a private thing. And that is sometimes at odds with the show and tell mentality of our creative and social spaces, I think. So I continue to push at that and how to do it and how I want to do it. I continue to get better at just 
saying thank you. To me, it's really about the aesthetic. It's about this beautiful patchwork approach to documentation. And that fits my aesthetic both as someone who works with fabric, the way I like to piece when I work with quilting projects. It's very ad hoc. It's very haphazard in some ways. It's very much a chaotic melding of pieces. And I see that same aesthetic in the way I like to work on these kind of pages. So that all works really, really well for me. And I noticed recently I had been committed, dedicated, newly dedicated, rededicated to trying to take a few minutes every day and write longhand in a journal or some form of sketchbook or composition book. And I can track where that started and how that came about. It's probably related to the Catch Breath show. But I noticed one day when I picked it up and looked down at the journal that I would have to have worked to read it. And this wall of text and my brain was like, whoa, no way. And juxtaposed to that, I can open the page of my sketchbook and I have these two-page spreads that, yes, they don't have all the minutiae. They don't have all the inner workings of my heart and soul and me pouring every poetic fiber to the page. No, they really don't partly because I know that I'm going to show parts of them, but still they are a record. And if I keep in mind that they are a record and I try and make sure I integrate certain things, I try to keep finding that balance. They really do hold an important place, a place of potential for me. So it is a really interesting process and format. To me, it's interesting the ways in which I've merged and morphed the things I love into this space because the quilting aesthetic and the patchwork and the piecing that's there and the graphic novel sensibility is there. There are graphic novel elements sometimes, cartoon elements sometimes, and sometimes I go back and forth. It's a really fluid space for me and it works for me. Fluid in the same way that some people probably feel about their abstract painting. It's fluid in the way that people who keep nature journals can go to a page, draw whatever they see, a bird, a flower, a vine, a stem, a rock, and make notes on the page around it. It can be very fluid. And that's a good thing. Our blank pages should not hem us in. They should not be so fraught with what they must be that they can't be fluid. They should be a blank page that can hold so much more than what it looks like that space could hold. So I encourage you to push at the boundaries and the borders of what you think goes on a page. Find your way to do it. And there are no new wheels. There are no 
new wheels. You have to keep that in mind. But find your way to do it. What feels comfortable to you? What looks like you when you look at the page and you think, oh, yeah. And you love it because when you look at it, you know that it's somehow you. That's when the magic happens. When you find that and you feel that and you know, yeah, you don't love it just because other people love it and validate it with their comments. You love it just because it's you. You want a page. All of those cooking shows, you've probably watched some of those. You probably have your favorites. There are a few that we have watched. It's not my typical show, but there are a few. And so the phrase comes to mind, it's me on a plate. Now, (laughs) me on a plate would probably scare you, but I always love that when they get so poetic about how they've come up with their recipe or their combination of foods and how they have plated it. The me on a plate is both what it looks like as well as what's in it, what the flavors are, what the juxtapositions are, what the different notes are. Me on a plate. It's me on a page. Me on a page. So I was just thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it because I was thinking about this week and because I had just looked at my self-portrait from last night and have some thoughts about that. But I think right now I'll dive into a drawing, a short draw along. I really like to get these recorded so I have them in a little pile to work on during the week. And so the best thing to do is dive on in, dive on in and do some drawing. I think I could sit and draw and talk to people several times a week. I really enjoy it. So what to draw? I I have a few picks for today, several actually. And one of them is somebody I have done before. And I keep looking at the photo wondering if I've done that photo before, but it doesn't really matter. I do like today's picks. Today I had two different portrait picks, a really, really, really cool coffee cup with a dinosaur. Boy, I love that. And a flower submitted by someone in the group. So it's a nice curated set. I, I enjoy curation. Some days they don't look super curated, but my pool of possible flowers especially is limited. So I'm pulling things together in ways that make sense when I can. But I think I'm going to go back to yesterday. So yesterday there was a portrait, a dog, flowers, and another portrait, a girl wearing a Girl Scout vest. Oh yeah, she has an open mouth. I talked about this in my drawing group. But I said I might try it in my journal. So I think I'm going to do that. I was thinking I would do an iCAD just because it's kind of nice to get that knocked out early on to get my sketch in place, but I think I'd like to really break into this week's spread. My weekly spreads are a little bit off because my self-portrait again this week ends up in the new week's spread. It's kind of, it's convoluted. It's really last week's self-portrait. I have to keep numbering them. It's just partly how I'm keeping track. So it ends up in the new spread. So it's on a blank page. But I think I'm going to dive in with this portrait 
in this spread, just fit it in and get the markers of that in place. So that's what I'm going to do. And to do that, I am going to stop and start and readjust just a bit before I set a timer. I have looked, I've spent so much time watching old, well, old and new videos, looking for the best answer to how to do this more effectively so that I can do these drawings and get recordings that I feel good about. I, I don't love that I'm using a portable anyway, but it is, it is what it is. So this person is, it's a photo posted by Gwen B, B-E-A, at Sketchy, and it is a teenager wearing a Girl Scout vest, and that is not a guess. It says Girl Scouts USA, Greater New York. There is a flag patch, troop number 3005. There are a bunch of stars. It's a very cool natural patch. Looks like a waterfall maybe. And she's got a patch on the other side, a couple of buttons or pins. You know, it for some reason it just captures my it just captures my interest. Easiest thing to draw? I don't think so. But I've penciled in a smallish, thinnish rectangle. Not super small. It's it's about a quarter of the page. And I'm gonna just try to fit in part of it in here. So timer. That's always the part I forget to think through. So we're at 15 minutes. So I'm going to set a 10 minute timer. Okay, timer is started. And I am going to start drawing. Yesterday I recorded about, oh, and this person has glasses on, which yesterday really gave me fits. So I'm going to put the line in for these first. I had to readjust yesterday multiple times to get the angle. I had an angled face, but when I drew it, it came out straight. And I had to really grapple with it more than once. So I'm going to just draw some rough angle lines in using my pencil. You know, that really old school thing you learn how to do where you hold a pencil up parallel to your image or your screen or what you're looking at. You get the line, you, you rotate your pencil. Sure, you know how to do this somewhere along the way in regular school because I am obviously not art trained. Somewhere along the way, you learn how to do this. So yesterday I recorded about painted rocks and then in total serendipitous way. I had already said that someone in the group right after I saw all the rocks had posted about rocks. And then yesterday, right after I recorded about the rocks, the same person posted pictures of rocks she had just painted and they were awesome. So it was so wonderful. All I could say is, oh, you're going to laugh when you hear this show. And I know it feels like I probably ran out and recorded a show after that, but I didn't. I didn't. It was just strange timing, but such a cool thing. And I did see people say, oh, I've always wanted to do that. And see, it's really a popular idea. 
I did go and watch the video of the book reading after that, so I linked it in the show notes. And it's really, 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 really killing me to not be able to reserve books. And that's especially about children's books. As I said, I've had to do a lot of book curation this summer in my job, and which I really enjoy, but it's really hard to not be able to just reserve as many of those as I can and look at them in person because through the history of the CMP, I mean, there have been a lot of children's books. I, I don't talk about them as much now as I used to. But I love children's book illustration. And back when we would spend any time at all in the children's library, I definitely talked about a bunch of them. I would pick, cull through the new books shelf and pull things and share them. But this summer there have been so many that I definitely want to pull when I can books I'd like to look at and share with you. Some of you do have younger children, grandchildren, either way, and probably still spend a good bit of time looking at or buying or checking out or reading or thinking about children's books. So I miss that. I really do miss that. All right. I'm going to do her eye. I haven't joined in for Sunday coffee yet. I need to do that. I need more coffee. And I, once I move my tissue boxes out of the way, I will take my photo. <sighs> I think the next week or so is going to be very busy. most used tool in my box, my metaphorical box, I'm not talking about a real box, is the eraser. I should have done a loose drawing of her. I need to get back to that balance because in some of my other pages, when I was doing those really loose drawings and just working in ink and letting a whole bunch of drawings just fill a page, that was a lot of fun. And so relaxing for me. I need to, I'm always looking for that balance for how to work in some of that and some of the more focused drawings like I'm doing right now. It is a never ending process. I don't, it isn't something that I think I'm going to someday go, oh, this is exactly what it is and should be and will be every day. Because when you get to that point, then you're not going to enjoy it anymore. That's when you're going to completely switch. So there's something just fluid enough about what I'm doing that allows me to bounce in and out every week. You know, last week when I did a 
whole page spread of an event from the week, it was a good change, a good change of pace and allowed me to just do that and then move on into another page that was similar to the week before that. So. So many options of things we could draw or might draw a couple of shows ago where it got cut off, where I had a, an error or problem in my recording. I had been talking about the fact that in a show before that I had said, oh, what if we all shared a photo or if I shared a photo and we all did. No, you're going to laugh. This girl that I'm drawing because I want to draw her vest, her patch laden vest is, I'm just going to end up with her head. I'm not going to end up with the patches. That's okay. I'm going to do her portrait part and then I'll, I'll consider doing her again and work on that space. Boxes like this are good for me because they do, they for, I don't always succeed in getting things in a box, but they do force me to start really understanding my natural sense of space, how I draw things at a size, and working to ensure I get more in when I want to. So I had been talking about you know, what if we had a photo that went along with the draw along, or you sent me a photo of your, your kids, this toy or that toy. And like today's photo with the coffee cup and the dinosaur, I would totally draw that in a draw along and then share the photo and you could draw it and it would be so fun. And so after that, I had gone on in the next show to say, well, what if we you know, at least did coffee cups or something like that. I, I would think toys would be fun, but it doesn't have to be toys. It could be your, your salt shaker set or your whatever it might be that we could draw. Something just interesting, something whimsical, something cute. Not, not cute, cute, not as in, I shouldn't say cute. It's not a word. Please don't use that word with me. But you know what I mean. But so I had gone on from that saying, well, at least maybe we could do coffee cups or tea mugs. People send them in, send them to me by email and post one, draw one. I, I would love to do that. And that's the discussion that got all cut off. So it's something to think about. There are lots of people drawing along now with other things, which, like I said, has definitely given me some hesitation about doing some of the group drawing things I had even planned. So at least I'm doing this. I, the podcast is, is a long-standing thing. So I think there's too many people, not too many, but so many that even people we really like, we just can't follow and keep up with everyone. And 
that's partly why we get so overwhelmed when we are scrolling. There's our timer. When we are scrolling through social media sometimes because we we enjoy or are inspired by so many people. And it's just, that's a growing group, right? You're constantly coming across new things, new people that you really, really like and are inspired by. And it's just hard. You have to make choices. No single person is ever going to have everybody join in for that thing or event or challenge or live session or draw along or podcast, anything. So I have been bad lately. There's someone, you know, hurt feelings are hurt feelings. And sometimes hurt feelings last years and sometimes they grow. And I have sets of hurt feelings. You probably do too. I think most of us do. I've realized it this year a lot. I've thought about it a lot. I've really been thinking that I need to just send a little message and say, Hey, how's it going? I do think that we need to check in on people. And sometimes that even might be people that you don't know very well, or that might never expect you to be the one to check in. So, all right, well, that was 10 minutes. Timer doesn't lie. I didn't get so far. I got her, I got her glasses and her eyes and her nose. And, and she's way bigger, way bigger than I expected. I have room, let's see, I'll definitely get her mouth and chin, part of her neck. But I, in this space, it's near the bottom of a page. So it's not like I can just expand it. If I had done her higher up, I could have. But I probably will just barely get to her shirt. So the top of her shirt. I don't think there's room beyond that. So interesting. Interesting that that's what I did and what happened on this show that I called Patches. And I only called it Patches because, well, yes, because we've talked about Patches. And this photo that I thought I might do does have Patches. And because... It all ties in with that whole aesthetic. So it all works for me. I will, I need to stop and start so that I can edit this properly. I am the art. The art is me. So that is the end of our draw along for a Sunday. Draw along really has a way of padding the show, doesn't it? Not padding in a bad way. It becomes the show. But in terms of length, I see how the show fills really, really, really quickly. Oh, you need to take a breath, right? I need to take a breath. I need to refill my coffee. Debating on whether or not I want to make muffins. I haven't made muffins in weeks and weeks and weeks. Got some bananas in there that mm, they're they're done, but they're probably okay to throw into muffins. So. I don't know. The mixes I have, probably I don't really need bananas in anything that I might make. And no, I don't really want to make anything completely from scratch. Not today. I, nah, I don't think so. I had mentioned to my mom recently some cookies that are 
sort of a family recipe, I guess. It's not. I think it's probably a time-bound recipe, something from years ago. But in our family, it's a favorite. And I'm not a cookie eater. I'm really not. Not a sweets eater. But I love these cookies. And when I mentioned them, I was like, wow, that sounds so good. I mean, it would be really bad. If I made them, I would eat them. And they make a ton. It's one of those crazy recipes that makes a bazillion cookies. And of course, really, you should split this recipe, but nobody who does it ever does. So she said yesterday that she actually added, they use cornflakes, and she added cornflakes to her her grocery order with that in mind. You know, ideas spread. You say it, someone else says, oh, sounds good. That's how That's how things jump from one place to another. All right. I'm Amy. You can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are available on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. You can find me on Instagram as oamyoamy. I am still trying to somehow break the curve there. So I appreciate those of you who follow me there and who interact with me there. I do hear from some of you there. Thank you to those of you who have sent notes or messages, words of encouragement or support, or, hey, I listened and I drew, or, hey, I heard the word. So I appreciate all of that. I appreciate knowing that you are out there and knowing that you are out there and enjoy having creative company, probably from all kinds of people, but that includes me. And I really appreciate that. Thank you to those of you who support the show at Patreon, patreon.com slash creativity matters. I don't put it at the beginning of this show. I don't throw it in everywhere. I don't break up the show with ads. I don't break up the show marketing any of the things that would help the show. But I do mention it here at the end because while supporting the show in any way is very much appreciated, including using the site as a way to start your Amazon poking around. But for those of you who are at Patreon, depending on the levels at Patreon, there are a few perks and there are some additional shows sometimes. So thank you though, to those of you who are there. I really do appreciate it. A word for today. Well, we don't want to do the title. That wouldn't make sense. I'm drawing a bit of a blank on what a word for today might be, what a good word might be. I keep looking around and seeing polka dots and I feel like I've done polka dots before. I definitely feel like I've done polka dots before, but I see polka dots everywhere I look. They're jumping out at me everywhere, everywhere. I guess we're going to have to go with polka dots. Even if we've done it before, it's not going to let go. I see purple polka dots there, purple and magenta and green and white ones there. And black with white polka dots there and chartreuse with black polka dots there and orange with white. I see polka dots pretty much everywhere. Well, isn't that interesting? Okay, we'll go with polka dots. Who am I to argue with the universe? 
So I am going to move on now. I'm going to move my stack of Kleenex boxes, which I think I need to replace. Like I said, they're, well, maybe, <laughs> so sad, but it works. I mean, this actually really works, especially for this part, this kind of ad hoc microphone stand that I can move in and out. I could just stuff them with something when I'm done, stick an old t-shirt in to act like there's something in there. I might do that. We might turn this into the best little portable pandemic microphone stand ever. All right. Have a good day. Don't forget to breathe. Let's do that in the right order. Remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Wear your mask. Have a good day.